signed all the paperwork, got the, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I got the procedure done. And they're like, oh, your insurance didn't go through. I'm like, what? And then I, I found out that I saw like a couple months ago before I got like dental. Oh, like three months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, I'd already been there for like six months, but for some reason, I don't know. I got mm-hmm. the, I got the numbers mixed up. And so I was like, oh my God, can I just, can I just make a phone call? I'll be right back. And I just left. Jesus. Like, what are they going to do? Put my fucking tooth back in my face? Yeah. It's going to be the bill. first and you're feeling something versus diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> when you're sliding in the third and you, well, you juicy turd. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're sliding in the home and your shirts are full of foam. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. When you're sitting in your Chevy and your shirts yeah. are feeling heavy. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Kevin, honey, where'd you learn that song? Last summer at camp, huh? Ah, that was money well spent. <laughs> All right, welcome to Feel Good People. With you is a very exhausted Braden Jansen. And Jamie. And Jamie. Braden Jamie Cass. BJ. BJ Cass. <laughs> right on. Start off with a zinger. So last night... <laughs> last night we watched... Uh, what's it called? Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Hated it. I loved it. It was a good movie, but it was just like it was too fright. Like I just get like too scared. Like I I didn't. My parents like shielded me from horror movies, so anything slightly scary is like traumatic level scary to me. And yeah, I don't think you quite understand that yet because you're just <laughs> like, ah, oh, it's fine. And I'm like, it's not okay. I had to sleep with the lights on. I didn't think it was going to be that scary. It was pretty scary, right? It was unsettling because it was done so well, but there were no jump scares. That's true. You should go right in their mic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was scary because it was well acted. The scene that we both screamed at, there wasn't even the a sound. Scene? Oh, dude, scene. it was weird. It was like the scene. That's, uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler For the people who don't know, uh, Gerald's game is uh, his husband and wife go away to like a cottage far out in the, the woods like out in the middle of nowhere for some reason she leaves the door open and they play like this sexy game where she gets handcuffed to the bed and then uh the husband has a heart attack falls on the floor dies and she's just sort of stranded there and she starts going crazy starts seeing things and then at one point in the movie she falls asleep and she wakes up and there's this weird well okay first there's this <laughs> to explain there's this weird she wakes up and uh, there's this like stray dog eating her husband in like the corner of the room. And then she wakes up in the middle of the night. This is the first night that she spent like suspended to the bed. She wakes up. And this is the part that scares me. This is the reason why I couldn't like, I had to leave the lights on. It's probably the reason why I won't be able to like edit this podcast tonight. <laughs> because she like wakes up and she just looks in this dark corner of the room. And you see like the moonlight coming in and this faint shadow of like a face, a weird face and a big tall guy. And you're like, it's kind of like, is there a guy right there? And then someone slowly walks forward and there is a guy right there. Yeah. He opens up this little satchel and it's got ears and bones and, and jewelry. jewelry. Oh, it was upsetting. Oh, it was upsetting. It was so upsetting. And he's got a weird big Rocky Dennis mask face. Yeah. Anyways, so that happens. And then she goes, she convinces herself it's all in her head because she's already seeing things at this point. Goes back to sleep. And then she wakes up. From like, it's really, she has like a flashback kind of dream where she's getting molested by her dad. And then she wakes, and you think like, oh, that's the horrible part. And then you, she wakes up and the, the, the 
guy, the moon man in the corner, <laughs> she calls him the moon man, the guy in the corner is like licking her feet or she thinks it's him, but it ends up just being a dog. But for oh, it's so unsettling. It's so good though. Uh, we both screamed so loud and we didn't, <laughs> we screamed so loud. We didn't know each other had screamed because yeah. we could only hear our own screams. I thought it was just me. The ending, though, where they explain the role of that big guy, the Moon Man, was terrible. That was the worst. That, that, that whole movie like holds together really well until the very end. The last 10 minutes. Where they just, because apparently the big twist at the end is like the Moon Man was real all along. It was some psycho killer who's like molests the dead bodies of men. Yeah, so he, so came. he didn't rape her. No, he just raped the the her husband's dead body, but it was just like it just made it made no sense for it to be a real guy, and it mm. just was like unsettling. There's a scene where she's he's at the end of a hallway, a dark hallway, and that's unsettling. Ugh. I don't like that. Have you ever like you you said you've never had this where like you're in a dark room and you think you see someone or something in the mm -hmm. corner and it's not there? You've never had that? No, I've never had that ever. No, you never your like mind or eyes have never played tricks on you in that fashion. Not really, but for the longest time, I was terrified of the dark because if I couldn't see like the wall, I was horrified because you don't know what's in the darkness. Oh, that's the worst. I remember when I was uh, when I worked at Domino's and I'd close out at the end of the night. You had to turn all the lights off and then go out the door really fast because there's the alarms arming. And you turn a at one point you turn a dark corner and there's just like a coat hanger there with like it was just like a single coat, but, but just because it was like this sort of like guy like frame hanging up, it's like just thought I was I thought my brain thought it was a dude standing there and it would freak me out every time I close. Jesus, you needed to watch more horror movies when you were a kid so you wouldn't be so scared now. Right now it's too late for me. I can't do it anymore. I blame the parents. They Not enough violent movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like jump scares. They're really uncomfortable. Like I think it's a cheap way to scare people in a movie. But this one was scary because like the story was good. Yeah, it was unsettling. It didn't like I, I kept turning down the volume because I kept thinking they were going to do it. <laughs> kept thinking they were going to do the thing where it's like like a super silent and then like a huge rush of bass or a big bang. Mm -hmm. And they never ended up doing it. But I kept like anticipating it. I know, and we missed like some good parts. You had to put the subtitles on because you turned <laughs> it down so low. And then the one scary scene, there was like no, you had no idea it was coming. That's why it was mm -hmm. so scary. Oh, and then I had to like, I had to watch like five episodes of Nathan for you just to scrub that from my mind. I still couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep with the lights off. I went right to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> and then you woke up and you're like, oh, your bed's so fucking uncomfortable. I hate you. <laughs> you're a bad person. Oh, I was uncomfortable. It was cold. Oh. oh. <laughs> You're like these fucking springs. I like, can feel each spring. And I'm like, there's no way you got like a thick memory foam top on that. Thing. I tried. I tried. Yeah. Princess and the pea, right? Like, yeah. You got like you. You think you have like old man's arthritis? Yeah, I'm dying. I'm dying. So my body's almost thirty. It's <laughs> over for me. <laughs> Why do you think you have arthritis? Like, do you think just like you just didn't take care of yourself, or do you think it's genetic? Know. Does anyone in your family have arthritis? I don't know if it's like a family thing. It's like a vitamins and the way you take care of your body in too many years uh, having fun. Really? I thought it was also like uh, there was something that was hereditary about it. I don't know. We'll see. It just came out of nowhere. So maybe I'll be like crippled by the end of the week. Like I'll have like those gangly hook fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be stuck that way. Yeah. I'll have to like make love to you on like yeah. a weird swing device. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way My I can access it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can run around in a rascal. Yeah. And get like a weird machine to like pick you up and put you in your car. I'll have one of those like stair 
fans. Yeah, the stair seats. So like, go. <laughs> you have the button and it takes you up the stairs. Oh <laughs> yeah, grannies having shit. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. Better Call Saul, uh, there's a plot line where where uh, he was like doing. El- well, he still does it in the plot line. He's still doing elder law, like old people law, and he's making commercials. He's really good at making commercials. Mm-hmm. So uh, at one point. He's like representing like one of his clients has one of those stair things and he uses like a dolly track to like get a really good shot from one of his commercials. Uh, <laughs> that was really clever. I remember the most from there's a scene in Gremlins. There's like an old lady in one of those and they shoot her through the window. <laughs> 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 and I always thought that was hilarious. She was fine. She like landed in a tree. He was like uh, Dan Harmon on one of the more recent Harmon Towns talking about how he watched Gremlins because he made like a Gremlins 2 reference. To his oh, yeah. girlfriend, and she didn't get it. And he's like, "You haven't seen Gremlins?" And she's like, "I haven't seen Gremlins." So we watched Gremlins, and he's talking about how it does not hold up whatsoever. The first one? Yeah, he's oh. like, it doesn't make any sense. It's just plot wise, it's bad. It's a classic. Yeah. I love it. The second one's ridiculous, and it like centers around like Donald Trump is a villain, so it's not funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sad. It's a real when it's a real villain playing a villain. It's hilarious to see something like that though, and then it's like. So I got the stick, and I'm trying to like blow this candle out with a stick in my hand, and it's kind of freaking Jamie out. <laughs> You're just fanning the smell around. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what this is for. This is an empty plastic stick. Weird. I don't know. It's for your butt. It's for fanning the candle. For yeah. Up your butt. When you're old and you too have like, arthritis. Yeah, you know, when you have arthritis, <laughs> I gotta put it like right up there. Right yeah. Up do you like? Um, do you ever wonder what your life would be like if you didn't have any kids? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What do you think it would be like? What do you think it would be different? I don't know. I don't think I'd be as like successful in my life. Really? Do you think that's like push I, you pretty hard? I was gonna say like because Louis C.K. talked about how the only reason why he's successful is because he had kids. He had he had a daughter and he just got to work. He just yeah. started working more. It's exactly what happened with me. Yeah. Before kids, I worked like the minimum, right? Minimum wage jobs, just enough to survive. Yeah. And then once then you can't do that anymore, so you're forced to yeah to work. It was a good push. I did all right. Yeah, you're doing In really good. Years. Yeah, <laughs> killing it. Get your own place. But if without kids, it'd be great to be able to like just pack up and travel. Yeah, go to different places. You can't do that. Just get strange dick every day. One day you're in Mexico (laughs) getting Mexican dick. Next day you're in Italy getting some Italian stallion Uh, dick. Oh, I know people that are like France getting some baguette. (laughs) I don't know about the dick traveling though. I don't know if that'd be my thing. You're not in the. You're not into dick tourism. No, No, not dick tourism. No. You know, just a, like a uh, side note, outside of uh, like Canada and the U.S., uncircumcised dicks are like really common. It's like the norm to have an uncircumcised dick everywhere I knew that about Europe world. for sure. Yeah, man. Well, it's like a cosmetic procedure. So like, you know, a lot yeah. of countries wouldn't have it. A lot of dudes apparently get dick cheese. I've never had that problem. <laughs> I don't understand how you don't just walk. I mean, like, I guess some guys' dicks, like, foreskin is so tight they can't, like, unsheath it, which mm-hmm. at that point you got to get circumcised, I think. Yeah. No one would choose That's circumcision. Gross. That's how you know it's a fucked up procedure. No one's, like, no adult is go. no uncircumcised adult, unless it's, like, a serious medical issue, is like, yeah, I'll get circumcised. Yeah, your parents make the decision for you. But you have to pay for it now. They call it cosmetic, even here in Canada. It's not free. Really? I wonder how much a circumcision costs. I think it's like two or four hundred bucks. Like you get a big discount. Four hundred to two hundred dollars is a lot. I mean, like I guess it's a medical procedure, 
But as far as medical procedures go, it seems like fairly run of the mill. Mm-hmm. Like how long can a circumcision really take? It's Half an hour? Though. Even like I remember when I was there, when I was having my second kid, and there's like a when you're getting registered, there's a thing on the wall that said like the cost of services if you didn't have provincial insurance. Mm-hmm. And it was Where's like this one is this when in you're the living hospital, in Al- Alberta like though or BC? BC actually. Okay. It was at the hospital here. And like a night at the hospital, like when you're having a baby, it was like 1800 bucks. With like the services and everything like staying up in the maternity ward. That seems like not that much That's money. Like, those are scary th- numbers. <laughs> I was, well, was going to say like 1800 bucks a day or 1800 bucks for, for the, the night. It's interesting. I remember like in the US it's like it seems like I think it's more. Like they're talking about like having a baby in the US that like costs like so thousands much. and thousands of dollars. Like Oof. little things, like I don't even have to think about it because I've never had to pay a dime. Yeah. Except one time I, when I moved from Alberta to BC, I had like, I took too long to apply for BC medical mm-hmm. and I got charged for like an ultrasound, which was $400, which is just like take some pictures mm-hmm. and then blood work. I was like another 200. Jesus. I had to pay that. So you met like in the amount of like blood work you get in your lifetime, oh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. Yeah, my friend got his ears cleaned in the U.S. because he was touring. Something was in his ear. And he got his ear cleaned out. It was like $800 bill. Really? Yeah. They just like flushed something out of his ear. Holy shit. He didn't have insurance? He had insurance. He had some sort of traveler's insurance and it's still 800 bucks. That's crazy. Scary yeah. to think you'd have to pay for to go to the doctor. Right. I'd never go. I'd be like dead by now because I just ignored Oh, him. yeah. There's for <laughs> sure. For sure. Definitely. Like I don't go to the like i don't go to the dentist because it's so expensive yeah the dentist is bad for a lot of people for sure i had yeah. a tooth a wisdom tooth removed and like i didn't have insurance mm-hmm. it cost me like over the course of six weeks like 500 bucks and then one tooth and then like they i had to go in again for something else like because he had stitches mm-hmm. so i was like 24 and i had a tooth pulled so like damaged gums right mm-hmm but I was like, I couldn't believe how much it was. I remember I did. I thought I thought I had insurance for my work at one point, uh, not Domino's, but the work before that. And then uh, I went there, signed all the paperwork, got the. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I got the procedure done, and they're like, "Oh, your insurance didn't go through." I'm like, "What?" And then I I found out that I saw like a couple months ago before I got like dental. Oh, like three months or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, I'd already been there for like six months, but for some reason, I don't know. I got mm-hmm. the, I got the numbers mixed up, and so I was like, "Oh my god, can I just, can I just make a phone call? I'll be right back." And I just left. Jesus. Like, what are they gonna do? Put my fucking tooth back in my face? Yeah. <laughs> do you get a big bill for that? Yeah, like they tried to get. I mean, like I don't know. Like my credit's already it was already ruined at that point from like bad phone bills when I lived in Vancouver, like not paying <sighs> Telus and shit. It was already like in the shitter. So it was like, I don't know, fucking dentist bill on top of it. All my credit rooting things are over like a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars. That's how much they are? Yeah, it's like if I were to take up all the debt that I never really paid, I could probably pay it my entire life's debt within like probably probably like seven hundred bucks. Really? Easily. Oh my goodness. I've seen people want to debt like forty, fifty thousand dollars with interest payments. Yeah. So I'm like I mean, I'm, for me, I'm like, $700 might as well be $40,000 to me. You're doing better now. I'm a little better, yeah. Yeah, you get there. Kind of. I still got to pay off taxes and stuff and figure that out. I don't know. Uh, for those listeners who don't know, I got a new job. 
pays better yeah. than Domino's. Very good job. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like it too. Yeah. Do you ever <laughs> like, like what's the most painful uh, shit you've ever taken? Do you ever ever shit where you're like, it feels <laughs> like you're giving birth? You've given birth. Uh, yes, I have. I've actually birth. had mothers say that like, when they, I've, I've, I know a couple moms who's, who've told me like when they've given birth, it kind of feels like taking a huge shit. Yeah, I think that's a great mystery of this podcast is you've talked about that a few times. Really? Yeah, and women shitting when they have It's babies. the best subject, yeah, yeah. That's such a myth that like yeah. pregnant women hear about and they're always, every woman is scared when she has a baby that's going to happen. But I really don't, th- I don't know anyone either, they're all, someone's lying. There's a statistic, really, that, like there's a, a legit medical statistic according to the TV show Scrubs that 80% of women drop deuce. I read that if you take... Um, like when you're overdue and you're trying to go into labor, you take castor oil, which is like a liquid, uh, it's liquid. It's diarrhea. Yeah. What do you call that? Laxative. It's a liquid laxative. Yeah. And I drank like half a bottle. You did? You tried yes. to induce labor? It did not induce labor though. <laughs> did everything it was supposed to do except for that. And it made me so sick. <laughs> and see, that's pregnant. Were you just sick of being of pregnant shit. or what? Oh, I was like a week overdue. So, it's oh. so funny because it's like there's no way like uh, guessing when you're supposed to have the kid is like an exact science. That's not like you know what I mean. There's no way it's possible. So like if someone's a week overdue in the grand scheme of things, I'd be like that's not a big deal. Like did you kind of were you like the day you were due? You're like any time now. No, they had to induce my labors with both of them. Like I never went into labor. It was on dangerous. My own. Just because they wouldn't go into labor. Like yeah, they were just—they just weren't wait? dropping. They were just hanging out. Wouldn't it be uterus. safer just to wait though? No, because after two weeks, it's dangerous. Babies can get sick or something. Get a little cold in your. They're belly? supposed to be out by like. Get a little cold in your tum tum. Thirty. Uh, yeah, they have to like induce you before you go two weeks over. Really? And with how, like with uh, my oldest daughter, it was like two weeks to the day. And they induced had, you. She had so much hair and like long fingernails from just sitting in <laughs> there for that extra two beast. weeks. <laughs> like everything else was good and developed and it was just like Wolverine coming up. It was cute though and there's like tons of hair. Aw. And then my other child was like 10 days or something, nine days, I think. That one was easier than... They just some don't want to leave like, your womb. No, it was your horrible. My clothes didn't fit. I was grouchy. Did you, uh, was there, did you, did did you feel like you had to pee all the time? Because I feel like that would be the worst part. A little bit, but that's another one that never really got me as much as other people. It's all, yeah. So both times you evaded like dropping deuce in front of the doctor? I think so. Yeah. No one told me anything. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe everybody's lying to me. (laughs) Did you fart? <laughs> like do you remember it's, possible. Like, it's not the really what you're focusing on in the moment but when you're pushing god imagine you're pushing farts out too probably they tell you to push like that like that's why you're not supposed to eat before surgery because you're not they don't want you like shit when they don't want you to go on the toilet for any reason so like i wasn't allowed to go pee or nothing like over a toilet after i got to a certain point because they're like if you push you'll have to have the baby on the toilet what so they won't let you go really they won't let you get back up and get on the bed no, they that seems illogical. That seems business. silly to me. No, it's such a crazy time. You know, one of the craziest things I was talking to someone about this the other day, because they had an IV in and the needle was like maybe two inches long, pretty gnarly. But when you have your epidural during pregnancy, which like freezes you from the waist down, mm-hmm. it's like 
fucking this like it's like eight that's inches man. that's it goes into your needle. spine and they like tape it to your back that was nuts compared to like oh but then you're completely frozen like from the stomach to could you toes. feel it go in though like was it super sensitive when it when you hit your spine could you feel it i felt sp- a poke but like they gave me morphine at first, which just made me really, really sick. And I was so like half asleep and sick. When I <laughs> you're, got like the a, you're like a New York junkie. Yeah, man. I was <laughs> fucked up. That's great. On opiates and I couldn't walk because I was frozen <laughs> from the waist down. So everyone pushed me around in a wheelchair and it's like 22 hours of that shit. So, but you didn't, so I guess partly maybe because you're on morphine, you didn't feel the needle go in. No, no, I didn't. That is insane. Scary though to think it's like right into your spine. Like I'm always scared I'm gonna be like, like sneeze or something. <laughs> it's just gonna snap, snap off, off, and you're gonna be fucked for life. Oh, that, I remember I was reading. I wonder. I was reading a because th- th- I was like I get my chronic migraines, mm-hmm. and so I'm on like the Reddit migraine page a lot. And there's this one theory about because like a lot migraines are weird. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of doctors don't know what cause them, how to treat them. Like they're just kind of mystery like pains to a lot of people and there's this one theory that it's like because like your spine holds in a bunch of like there's like a membrane that holds in all your spinal fluid around your spine yeah and one theory is that through like rough play when you're a kid or whatever it got like or just genetics you have like a weak membrane Mm -hmm. and it's like punctured and when you run low in spinal fluid that's when you start getting migraines really yeah fascinating i've never really had a migraine it's the worst worst I heard you can like pierce this thing in your ear though. It's like the people always say that that none of that shit works. None of it. That's what someone was just telling me yesterday. So, but oh, I heard like a bitch or something. If that if if that was told if that was true, I would get it done tomorrow. They look cool. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Should just do it. Um. You want to talk about your uh, your online rant? I'm going to wait for Daco for that. I want to get Daco's. I want to get someone who, you know what happened. Oh, I was right there, I guess. You were right there. You yeah. saw it. You were yelling at me. Hopefully I'll get to chime in on my opinion yeah. next time. Yeah, for sure. I try to like lay low on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. People have like everything. You're a creeper? Yeah, for sure. Lurker. I prefer lurker. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was telling you how like if you lurk on... Uh, Instagram, you show up on people's suggested friends, the people you lurk, yeah. and you got really like upset. Yeah, for sure. You creep in a totally different manner when you know they can see you creeping. <laughs> Anybody, like relatives or even like some distant cousin, you know, you end up looking around and you're on like your cousin's wife's, like a little brother's Facebook. Like, yeah. I have nights like that. And I'm like, I don't want those people to see that. Yeah. Why was Jamie looking at my son's? Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people know that. To be fair, I don't know if that's even true. Well, someone someone told it didn't me. Make sense. They were more like this person has is friends with your friend kind of thing. Right. So maybe that's what it's for. Yeah. Um. You got a package. That's exciting. <gasps> yes, I did. I was gonna bring the card down here, but I didn't remember. My friends at the Who Goes There podcast in San Diego, California, the Everything Horror podcast, sent me a package and it came with a Who Goes There shirts and like some pins and stickers, a beer koozie. Yeah. And a shout out to Not Feel Good People. It was pretty cool. It was like the We Are the Best Feeling 
real good people. <laughs> but it was pretty cool to see them like interacting with someone so far away. Yeah. Um, the other day, uh, I got ho- I just got home at like eleven from like like a bonfire, and uh, my mom called me. She's like painting a building like a couple blocks away from me, like five blocks away. Yeah, but it's down a hill, so it feels like four. Um, and she's down there with my brother, and she's painting super late. So like eleven p.m., I go down there, help her out, just like hang out with them, shoot the shit, hold the ladder, and me and my brother are like cracking her up, and she's like. 15 feet in the air painting Uh, max is doing his dice clay impression i can't do it i'll have to get him to do his dice clay i don't know because i for we're doing a halloween podcast and i was like you should dress up as lucifer valentine (laughs) and do that or he could also do dice clay like you do those impressions like pretty well i'd like to hear what his what he thinks lucifer valentine would look like because he's like never been seen by anybody have you you know what i think he looks like you ever see grandma's boy yeah, you know his main the main programmer villain the guy who's like dresses in the long leather trench coat, and they make Ooh. fun of him because they're like, like he works at the game place. He's like yeah, he's like the prodigy programmer. Oh, okay, he's like a young kid. He slicks his hair back. He wears sunglasses. He's, like Matrix style. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I imagine Lucifer Valentine looks Interesting. like. Interesting. He's like he like he dresses like he's in the Matrix, but he's just like some scrawny like pencil necked kid. I've always wondered that too. I think I've seen him like he always plays like the male protagonist in his movies. So you'll see his reflection or like his body. Yeah. Cause it's all shot on video. Um, I imagine he just looks like a fucking average white rich kid. Yeah. He's very average, like black t-shirt, dark blue jeans. Or calling you Watch. out. <laughs> calling you out, Lucifer. Yeah. He's not even like, Come oh, on, bro. yeah. And the chick that like starred in those movies, his movies, mm-hmm. she was like shot to death in Surrey a couple weeks ago. Did he say anything? Oh, yeah. It's all over the place. And like that. Did world. he make a statement? Yeah. And then what I was a statement because he gets remember. off on being sick and shitty. So like, was it like, oh, he was like devastated because they were good friends. He knows they're from Vancouver. And um, then he like references Kurt Cobain because that's a big influence of Lucifer Valentine. Uh-huh. Something. Her name was like Amaria, Amara LeVay. Uh-huh. She was in the first two movies. Was she nude in them? Oh, yeah. She's fucked up. And then she was a porn star for a long time. She was in Toronto. Okay. But she's really fucked up. And that's when, like, I liked what he had said about her. And then he added what me say? Facebook. I was just that he missed her and he was devastated. Oh, I thought Luz for Valentine would be like, she's now with the... No. She's <laughs> now one with the Prince of Darkness he and tries the to undead. Be so human. Huh? He tries to be so human. But... He, he ain't? No. He's got um, underneath all that, I'm sure, black leather trench coat and I think suspenders. he's a loser, like, behind it all, right? It's just, like, an image. And there's yeah. contracts people have signed so they don't, like, release any of his photos to keep the mystery going. Right. So. But it's such a, like, weird thing because it's, like, I guess he's big in his community, but I never heard of him until you said something. Nobody cares about him even in the community anymore. He's, like, old news now. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone's trying to get, like, sicker and, you know, do other things. And a lot of people hated his movies. Does he still make movies? He made one. And now what's happening is, like... He made one movie total, or...? He made one movie in the last, like, five years. Okay, so he's not, like, working hardcore. I don't know. Maybe he works. It's a mystery of what he does. He says (laughs) that he's, like, from South Africa. 
his parents like studied bugs and you know his <laughs> life was so fucking deep <laughs> he's probably I love it like, like make up anything you want you say your parents study bugs that's like a great yeah like no one's that interesting you know yeah. <laughs> I just imagine his parents in like safari pants you know like those yeah. shorts those tan or shorts magnifying glasses like looking at bugs yeah Oi, I don't know yeah <laughs> That's not Australian. No. I guess we'll never know. South Africa, that's like all the doctors here. Yeah. We're talking about uh, Lululemon <laughs> puns <laughs> at this party yeah. the other night, me and Aaron. And uh, he was talking about how uh, they made... I wish Aaron was here to tell it. It's going to sound stupid coming from my mouth, but he's like... He was talking about how Lululemon's men's sweatpants are called Lululemon men. And he's like, it's right there. It's Lululemon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> M-E-N. And then I was like, they should make yarmulkes and call them Jululemon. Uh. So I'm like, that's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> my big punchline. It's great. But anyway, oh, yeah. So when we, were, uh, when we were down, me and my brother were down helping my mom paint, I started like, I was just like, it was like, got ridiculous. Like, we're, she was there till four in the morning. So I started getting more and more tired. I started doing like a Bob Dylan impression. And like, <laughs> started doing this impression of Bob Dylan recording in a booth, talking about how he doesn't want to eat anyone's shit anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to eat your shit no more. <laughs> and then the the control operator being like, Dil- uh, "Can you change that line? Why? Why? <laughs> I'm not gonna eat your shitty. Oh, it's just fucking. It seemed really funny at the time. Now it seems silly. Ah." Uh. Gold. I like the idea of Bob Dylan just saying that he's not going to eat your shit no more. Yeah. I liked when you were talking about, uh, I can't believe I forgot his name, Tim Curry eating chocolate on that podcast. That was, that's a come town thing. Yeah. Yeah. C- Nick Mullen's like, Nick Mullen from come town talking about he like, he loves the idea of Tim just listening to the audio of Tim Curry eating chocolates. Man, oh, <laughs> so decadent. Just, oh. Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> mm. I love it. I could hear it like when I, <laughs> there, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I saw an interview with him recently. It was like at a comic con or something. Tim Curry or Nick Mullen? Tim Curry. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize he was like disabled now. No, he's fucked up. He's dead now. What? I think. <laughs> Is he? I'm pretty sure he's dead. You look up. You look. You look it up on your Tim phone. Tim Curry died. I'm almost. Fucking positive Tim Curry's dead. Is he? He had a stroke? Do you, have you ever been with a guy who's who's uh, been with a hooker? Who's like seen a hooker? Uh, fuck. Probably a lot that haven't said anything. I don't even know if I know anyone he's, who's he's seen alive. <laughs> He's alive? Yeah. Nineteen. Uh, yeah. He's, he's alive. Oh, I could have swore Tim Curry died. No, because I saw him, he was talking about the new It movie when I saw him. And he was in like a... Remember when I saw him <laughs> my arthritis hands? Like, I'd look like Tim Curry. Mm, this new It is decadent. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> it. I had no idea he was like that. Are you uh, excited for the guys who directed it to possibly direct Pet Cemetery? No, I think Pet Cemetery is like fine the way it is. But then a lot of people, when they were going to redo It, they like flipped out. And then it was great. But a lot of people also said, like, a lot of the more honest reviewers I saw 
we're talking about the original it was like not that good really it's about tim Curry's tim curry's performance tim curry's performance was good he was all performance it was all like acting there's a lot of cgi in the new it movie it pissed a little most people love the movie but it really it's what makes the other one superior in that way mm-hmm. but the story and the overall acting is better and the original was like made for tv it's terrible if, uh, and like he turns into that big fucking practical effects spider at the end if loser valentine remade it do you think you'd include the scene where all the kids fuck each other yes yeah what do you think it would look like if loser valentine directed it other than that directed it yeah loser valentine remakes it stephen king's classic jesus a lot of vomit a lot of vomit. sex that's all it is. Yeah. Violence. Is that like his whole shtick is vomit and sex? Vomit gore. Yeah. He invented it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you think he even like, cause you've talked to like some local Vancouver filmmakers. Have they met him? Have they seen him? I have a friend that said he went to the premiere of his first movie and saw him there. And then I was a guy that's like big in the underground world that does effects. I guess he did the, practical effects for his third movie and he had to like quit halfway through why because it was so disgusting and he refused to work on it so that was like the underground gossip i got but but the guy who worked on the third movie what do he say about him himself like what does he look like i never talked to him the one guy told me about that that they worked together Mm -hmm. and then he told me that he'd seen him at his premiere and what was what do you say about it well he's like we're not supposed to talk about it he just told me that he see him in Vancouver because my big thing was always like this guy lives in Vancouver, yeah. like at least you know, bringing Canadian into it would bring a lot of that scene here if he would just admit that he was Canadian, right? But he won't. And then a guy told did me the, like, it was in Vancouver. So yeah, but did the guy who worked with him say he was South African? No, and you can hear him. He doesn't have an accent at all. Really? Oh, Not like in all. commentary tracks? You mean or? Oh, yeah, he does, like, huge... Um, that's why I bought his movies, like, huge behind-the-scenes. He does a whole piece. It's just black screen where he tells the story of his life. And then, um, <laughs> like, to a black... It's like a podcast, basically? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then behind-the-scenes with, like, the girls where they sign their contracts and he talks to them. You can always hear him and see his, like, arms. Really? Yes, yeah, kind of like what the, what, what's, from yeah, what's the inside? Do you got any inside dirt on him, like about him being a phony or him being like legit? Just uh, the Vancouver thing that he lives in Vancouver. Well, yeah, that the premiere was there, and like he doesn't even talk about Canada, but like all the girls are. There's a girl from Calgary in his fourth movie. They're all from the area, so you just kind of know. Yeah, you, know, you put two and two a rich together. Vancouver kid. That's what I always thought. Yeah. And he made it though. Like some of those movies were like sold out, and like he gets like deluxe releases in Europe that sell out. Like he makes, he lives full time off those movies. You think so? Absolutely. I don't know about right now. It's slow now, but for like five years, it was like the biggest thing, like the darkest place to go in the underground movies. And now he's just like, what's the sickest underground movie you uh, (sighs) probably like his second movie? I couldn't watch it in like a sitting. Really? Took me like three or four days. Really? Oh yeah, and you get so depressed. It's almost like like playing chicken, man. <laughs> you watch yeah. it and you're like, how far? Can I go into yeah. this? Yeah, you can't unsee some things. The guy that quit, like, did you just say like the set was a mess, or like the scenes were just too gross? They were too gross, way too gross, and it's it's disgusting. The first one is kind of artsy. 
It really is. The second one is like the most extreme movie ever. It's got these two actresses from uh, Vancouver, like the Saska sisters, mm-hmm. and now they do bigger Hollywood movies. They don't. Uh, they don't admit to being in the movie though. What is? Uh, what do they do? Like, what is it? They're they're like the black angels of death. He calls them. Uh huh. And they're like uh, Siamese twins. Is that what it is? Oh, okay. <laughs> in the show. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> in the movie, and then he, like he cuts them apart. Like it's just real. Yeah. Oh. Was that like the sickest thing in that particular one? Or like no. what's the grossest thing in that? Oh, I don't even want, I don't know. In so many ways, so many different levels of disgusting. Just give us an example of one. She's like blowing this guy. Uh-huh. You can't see him. And it's like, it's a, a totally practical dick. Yeah. He's got blood shooting out of the head of it. And it's like showering her. That's fucking weird. Pretty unreal. Some people love it though. Lucifer Valentine's one sick motherfucker. And that's why we think Max should go as Lucifer Valentine. Yeah. <laughs> For all those. I reasons. still love the idea of him calling, like, ordering pizza and asking if they brought his devil water. Yeah. Coca Cola. <laughs> like, given all that information, like, what would he actually look like? Suck on Satan's dick. <laughs> yeah. I can oh, see Max doing that. Max's impression of Lucifer Valentine gets me every time. All right. Are we good? I don't know. Do you got anything else to say? Uh, I don't know. I thought you were like signaling. No, it's just give me a thumbs up. I'm so tired. I can tell. Trying. Got to get an episode out. Got to feed. Got to. I've like, missed like three weeks in a row or something. That's why I need a movie podcast because it's like, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about some movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I saw it twice. Um, yeah, it was good, but like, I hate CGI. It makes me sad. Like, it just takes away from the movie. It was a pretty low budget movie, so the CGI couldn't have yeah. been that great. Like, was it five million it was made on, or like something like that? It made like so much more than it was. Hundreds of millions of dollars. It's like the most successful pure horror film of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, pure horror. What do you mean by a pure horror? Not like action horror or like. Horror thriller. It's a horror movie. Right. Horror comedy. Like, it's just... I don't know. Um, I forget what they said it bumped. It bumped The Exorcist. Really? The Exorcist has been... Because it was, like, the first of its kind. Mm-hmm. Broke all kinds of records. Um, it beat them. Really? The You're, like, talking to the completely wrong end of the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, slowly shrinking down. <laughs> Hunching over. Can you still hear me? Kind of. Your waveform is pretty small on the computer, but it should be fine. Oh, it is too. It's tiny. That's yeah, what I'm working with. Practice you makes perfect. Yeah. There you go. Oh, but I have to like sit here like a fucking ostrich. If teleportation was a brand new thing and you could do it, would you try it? Or would you be too scared that it, like there's no, like the theory is that, like you die and then they just rebuild like a you that has all your memories and everything. You know teleport what I mean? where? You just teleport, like, it's, like, set up a big city hub so you can, like, teleport from, like, Edmonton to China or something. And you die every time? No, the theory is, like, they, the, the people, here's the thing. If someone's selling you a teleportation device, they're not going to say you die every time and then you get rebuilt with your memories and everything intact, but the person who goes into the teleportation dies, you know? Yeah. But that's the theory behind teleportation is they, like, rebuild, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Interesting. You sort, of, you sort of disintegrate and then, like... And then you get rebuilt. Like, based on that theory, would you take a chance on it? Or would you just go uh, and do, like, a 15-hour flight? I'd try. 
You try it? Yeah. What if you died? What if you died on the plane? <laughs> yeah, but the plane's got safety right. Like it'd be like just walking to a bunch of saw blades. That's horrible. Right. <laughs> that sounds a lot worse. Yeah. Okay, if they rebuild me, then I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> if they just build a clone? Yeah. Jamie clone? Take care of business? Yeah. I was actually talking to someone. I was just trying to make conversation in the moment. Mm-hmm. But like, if you could have any, like, superpower, mm-hmm. what would it be? What would it be? Oh, I'd fly. We're nice. Wouldn't you want to fly, like, anywhere? Nah, I'd like... I'd teleport? Like, invincibility. Interesting. Just it's very wanna, Harry Potter. I wouldn't like want to grow old or die ever. Like I wouldn't want invincibility if I grew old and I just kept getting older and shittier. Mm-hmm. I want to like regenerate, like Wolverine. Oh, okay. Where he doesn't really get old, he just kind of, and then people shoot me and I just spit the bullets out of my fucking tits. <laughs> Be dope. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. It's better than flying. Yeah, yeah, and even if I did something horrible where I got like three consecutive life sentences, I could serve them and then get out. Like yeah. I wouldn't die in prison, you know? I could, like, game the system. Everyone I know would die, though. That would suck. Yeah. I said, you see that in movies where, like, vampires, they get, like, really, really depressed. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, everyone they love keeps dying on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was thinking about, I was watching, uh, something came up, it was, like, a soundtrack. Remember Queen of the Damned? I had, like, Aaliyah in it. Yeah. She, they were, you know, they weren't going to release that movie, and then she died, and they're like, cha-ching, release yeah. that movie. Yeah. And it was really successful, and the soundtrack was really successful. But I remember, like, the vampire Lestat was, like, super sad because Because people care all his best friends died. Yeah. The same with the elves in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They're all bummed because everyone dies. So it seems like it'd be kind of depressing. Or if you watch What We Do in the Shadows, and it seems like it could be all right. Yeah. Just got to shack up with your vampire buddies. Buddies, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And you totally did. cool. Yeah. Fuck, what was I going to say? If you had to, if you could like never get sick, like never get cancer, never get a fatal disease ever in your life, mm-hmm. even cold, flu, nothing, but you had diarrhea Jesus. until you died, you know, just normal, like maybe you get cancer, maybe you get Alzheimer's, you wouldn't have your arthritis. But I'd have diarrhea for the rest of my life? Yeah. Like You could never trust a fart. That seems like a personal hell for somebody. You'd be I like, I think I can diaper. I kind of don't mind diarrhea a little bit. Like, I think it's because I just have diarrhea every day, anyways. How about you shit in your pants? Yeah, but like, you don't, you don't have to shit your pants with diarrhea. It's just like you got to shit a lot. Oh, your colon would be so clean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the problem is like every time I have diarrhea, it's like fiery. It's like that burning sensation. Oh. It feels like there's a lighter, like a big lighter up against your asshole. <laughs> Sounds like you're sick. <laughs> you oh. should go to the doctor about that. Yeah, I am sick. Yeah. Oh, I feel sick. I feel. I th- probably because like I'm shit. tired. At least you got up early to spend my day off with me. Yeah. 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 You don't have your impression buddies with all the hilarious stories here. I know. So you get. You're gonna have to deal Domestic with me. You have to deal with my diarrhea talk. I'd be better if I was more awake. I'm just fucking. I'm. Ugh. It's like a brain and Jamie mashup with like your diarrhea talk, my Lucifer Valentine talk. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of ends up being kind of diarrhea talk. Yeah. Mouth yeah. diarrhea. Whatever gets more listeners. Yeah. What song should we put in the beginning of this? 
You know any songs about violent diarrhea? No. There was a Nathan for you where he had to like, uh, he was trying to get this guy's name changed legally. And apparently in the U.S., or at least in L.A., to legally change your name, you has to be printed in a publication, like that circulation. So he made up a newspaper called the Diarrhea Times. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. And he hired just this one guy, this one like, this one guy got off Craigslist to write every public, every publication, whole publication. And like the first issue, the front page, and this was like recently, this was in like, this is the first episode of the new season that mm-hmm. just came out last week. And the front page of the Diarrhea Times was just a review of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> a movie from like yeah. 2010, I think. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> Now, I like that show. What I watched of it, it was pretty good. What's the one we watched together? Broad with City. The, no, the uh, Nathan for You, the one with the guy that owned like the TV store. Yeah, the guy owns an electronics store, yeah. and like he's get, tells him to like make a one dollar TV and make it really hard to get. So Best Buy has to like price match him. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's so good. And then when he puts out his flyer for like one dollar movies. He makes they have to come in. No, one dollar TVs. TV, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And they make them come in. They have to get like formally dressed. In a tuxedo. Yeah, and then they have to like cross like a room with like an alligator. Yeah, two people come back from getting the tuxedo, <laughs> and then they all give up with the alligator. <laughs> they go through that little door. They like, installed uh, these new water meters in the house, mm-hmm. and uh, I was telling Aaron like it would be great because like a, like he thinks he theorizes the water bill is going to go up. And I was like, it'd be great if in order to like install, you'd be like, yeah, you can come install it. There's an alligator in my living room. <laughs> it's perfect. You get past that, you can absolutely come install it. Who wouldn't believe that anyway? Yeah, for sure. Um, so you picked a song? No. It might take me some time. I'm trying to think like Lucifer Valentine stuff. He never had any music. We yeah. um, love Nirvana. The song they dedicated to that girl was that uh, Where'd You Sleep Last Night. Okay, done. There we go. Goodbye, freak bitches. That's our sign-off. Yeah, bye. Joe Rogan's is Hello, Freak Bitches. So ours is Goodbye, Freak Bitches. Love it. Yeah, that's good. I'm the Lord of the Harvest.